Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Sometimes you find a moment that brings everybody together. It's rare. Please don't get me wrong. It's super, and in today's world, it is more and more rare every single second of every single minute, of every single hour, of every single day. It is super duper rare. But sometimes you find it. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. And sometimes you find it in a dance. Everybody clap your hands. Clap, 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 clap your hands. Clap, 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 clap your hands. All right, now, we're going to do the basic step. To the left. Take it back now, y'all. One hop this time. Right foot, let's stop. DJ Casper, dead at the age of 58. Turn it out. To the left. Even that's a remake. Right there. That song. That song right there. Play it at every single event you could you could think of. Play it at, at weddings. Uh, I, I think it plays at bar mitzvahs. I mean, everywhere. Passed away at the age of fifty-eight. Sorry, it's uh, it's one of those things. It's one of those things. Uh, Producer Jonathan's getting married in September. It's going to play at the wedding. I don't know if that's true, by the way. I'm not I'm not in charge of the set list. It is, no doubt. Yeah, see? See, maybe I should be in charge of the set list. What if I just send in a set list for your wedding? Because that's, that, that, that's clearly what you need. Music supplied by Tony Katz. Nothing. Nothing. Maybe not. Maybe... A bad idea. Uh, That's a song. That's a song. Brings people together. Very few things can do that. This song did. Well done. Well played. Godspeed. The popcorn moment. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. It's a story you need to hear to believe. Then grab your popcorn. Because there is more. Um. Do you want to get yelled at by Joe Scarborough? No? Okay, good. Because I didn't want to play that. Um, uh, uh, by the way, Jonathan, I'm now being asked, how can people win tickets to your wedding? People want to now go to your wedding. They have found out that you are getting married, and they're like, how can you win tickets to your wedding? You can send me bourbon, and then, yeah. Ah, Bourbon entries, I like it. And the best bourbon will not receive two tickets uh, to to the to the wedding. You're, you're, you're not going. You're not. It's a, it's a very very exclusive event. Very very hush hush. You don't want to. Honestly, you got You got to be somebody. You got to be somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. And 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 you don't. And that's all there is to it. Very simple. Uh, I have from Joy Reid. A fascinating tale of what happens when you want something to be true when it's not. 
And this is Joy Reid of MSNBC discussing the U.S. women's national team and Republicans. But we begin tonight with Donald Trump obliterating norms for his political and personal gain. Norms like rooting for your country on the international stage. Call it patriotism, fandom, however you want to characterize it. We generally root for the home team when American athletes compete abroad. And we are sad with them when they lose. The defeats can be soul-crushing. And a lot of stomachs churned on Sunday when the U.S. soccer team lost to Sweden in the Women's World Cup. It was an agonizing moment for the top-ranked women's soccer team in the world. Especially when soccer star Megan Rapinoe missed a crucial penalty kick, contributing to the loss. And then something weird happened. Conservatives relished America's loss, expressing a maniacal glee over there. And by there, I mean our country's World Cup exit. They sent the clear message that it's only America first if Republican trolls like you. (sighs) How many things can we discuss about the political left when they kneel for the national anthem? When they tell you that the country is a racist, bigoted, hateful country, when they tell you that you're uh, the 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 enemy because you're a capitalist, the disgust with the women's national team isn't a disgust for country. It's a disgust regarding how they treat their country. Why don't they care more? This is a great story about what happens when you're not honest about a thing. Dishonesty happens all the time, but it's important to see how it gets wrapped. This level of manipulation is something to behold because Joy Reid is serious about it. The serious person says, what is it that, why, why would anybody respond like this? And the answer would be, well, have you seen Megan Rapinoe hate her country and hate Americans and then hate women by saying men can say they're women and play on the women's national team and it's fine? Taking a knee for the national anthem actually has ramifications for people who are white and black and Asian and Hispanic and Jewish and Christian and Muslim, etc., It isn't an act of defiance to stand up to police brutality. No, it's not. You think that's the sole purpose for the Marxist Colin Kaepernick? Stop it. Stop it. The U.S. women's national team wanted to be political more than they wanted to win. More than they wanted to be a team. More than they wanted to do it for their country. Don't you, Joy Reid, wrap yourself up in patriotism when you know that's the very last thing you want to do. You're the person who wouldn't celebrate the 4th of July because this country scares you. Your words, not mine. Paraphrase, still your words. That's what the Joy Reid viewer is getting subjected to every single day. That manipulation of what the U.S. women's national team was all about and how they're seen by the country, what they did to themselves, and you wonder why there's so much hate and vitriol, you think it's the radio guys, you think it's me, honesty is honesty, that's what we do here, I can't say the same for Joy Reid at MSNBC.